good morning, good morning, good morning, awesome people, wonderful faces, beautiful folks. Go ahead and come on in, come on in, come on in to the On the Road edition of something special, spectacular, splendiferous, splendiferous, and rare. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Today's date is Monday and it's April 24th, the last Monday of the month of April. Bless his name, 2023. And what are you going to do today? Today is Monday. We are capping off a new week. Actually, Sunday caps off the new week. But as far as, you know, the business side of things, Monday caps off the week. What do you have planned for this week? What are you doing? Let's go ahead and make it a mindful Monday and make it amazing. Why we? Why don't we? Okay, how about that? As we welcome you in, because as we always do at this time, the Smith family, we're always in God's to shine as we bring you into the 11th season, 7th episode of, of the Just Jazz Podcast. That's right. Listen, I hope that you had an amazing, well-rested, rejuvenated weekend full of memories and just good food and all that wonderfulness. Okay, all that great stuff. All right. Go ahead and come on in again. Um, I hope that you're doing well this morning. Again, if not, if everything is starting off a little sketchy, a little wonky, a little blah, a little meh, I hope that something that is stated on here resonates with your mind, heart, soul, body, and spirit on today. How about that? Yeah, how about that? So let's go ahead and come on in here. Yes, the the podcast, the Just Jazz podcast. And of course, it is streamlined and tuned into, created and curated by the one and only myself, Jennifer Annette Smith, because I'm governmentally, proprietarily, respectfully yours. You thought I forgot. No, I didn't. And of course, spearheaded as well by Jazz E Speaks with the J-A-S-E Speaks LLC. And again, good morning to you. Listen, we are here. That's not the schematic theme. That's not the main point of today's episode, but I just felt like highlighting it. Um, it's just like when you went to the mall back in the 80s, 90s, whatever decade is applicable to you, and you would see the, the little marquee map, and it would say, you know, we have haagen on the right, and we have the food court on the left, and we have Bath and Body Works, as it were, or, you know, Estee Lauder, or whatever the case is, um, on, you know, down the hall. But then there's also a little asterisk in the middle that says, you are here. So, that's your check-in for this Mindful Monday morning. Of course, it matters. That's what we're talking about today. It matters. What do you mean? Everything. Everything is connected to something and connected to nothing and at the same time connected to everything. I've seen a couple memes that I agree with. And um, two things, you know, uh, for certain, two things also for sure. Um, We all have chapters that we don't want published. Okay? Um, You could take it literally. Um, you know, in the linguistic style, as far as actual, you know, published rights and actually copy, you know, copyrighted and print and all of that in a book form. And then you just, all, you know, we all have, and just we all have areas in our lives that we just don't want on display. We don't want exposed. We don't want, you know, broadcasted for everyone to see. Many times, of course, it's with the, you know, the mindful matters moment of the day. You know, we have to remember, but we have to also be thankful for all of those unpublished chapters that we went through, what we gained from it, what made us better, what made us think a little more, what made us process differently, what made us be happy, what gave us wisdom, what allowed us to push through, what allowed for us to have a better space of grace with our families, all those things, being mindful, thinking clearly on this morning is what we want to do, being mindful on this amazing Monday. But I want to, you know, definitely highlight and describe and get it to your memory and your recognizance for this morning. It matters. Who you are matters. It matters. What you say, what you don't say, what you purposely avoid, what you refuse to process, all of that matters. All these things are stepping stones and building blocks to how you're going to be to first to thyself or to God. Excuse me, if you're a faith walker, talk a believer such as I. If not, then, you know, to yourself. 
but also that translates to how you are with other people. How many of us can I can I ask something right quick? And if I you know if I don't mind you know stepping on corns, onions, and bunions this morning, um, how many of us have sickness because of things that we hold in, conversations that we won't have, things we refuse to process? I'm gonna go ahead and say that again. I felt like when I said that somebody's corn just popped, and I say it in love. How many things that how many things are we dealing with? How, how many illnesses are we facing because of things that we refuse to discuss, won't process, and just won't um, bring to the forefront? And believe it or not, all those things that you refuse to discuss, refuse to process, bring to the forefront, they, you know, they will bring a call, you know, what's malady, which is a French word for illness. Um, you know, it's just like in French, you know, if you didn't feel well, I would say, je suis malade, I'm sick, I don't feel well. So you are bringing, you know, malady to your body medically and physically for those things that you're not processing, those things that you refuse to discuss, you know, those deep, dark things that you just haven't talked to any about anything about or anything or anybody about or you've tried to. But because of their reaction, you have gotten used to just dumbing it down and smushing it into the bottom of your soul. Think about that. How many things are we refusing to process, refusing to speak on? And just acknowledge that's causing us to be sick, to bring about malady in our body. And just first, naturally and physically and spiritually, but then after that, you know, in the way of life, you know, financially, occupationally, those things can translate into those areas too. You know, you don't think so because you're like, well, this happens in my house or my home, or my family. So how does, what does that have to do with work? I'm excellent at work. Are you? Are you sure? Have you ever checked in with your boss? I'm, I don't like that word boss. Let me take that back. With, you know, with management, with the supervisory staff, you know, sometimes those things translate. And sometimes unless you've mastered the form of, you know, processing, you know, those things can, you know, trickle over into how you work, how you are with your family, how you're not with your family, um, just how you are as a human, you know, again, and can I say something else? This is going to sound a little graphic, but for illustration purposes, I think it's very necessary. Sometimes we are our own gas. You notice how I state sometimes that, you know, you use everything around you as gas to, you know, propel and move you forward and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Correct? Okay. Stay with me on this. Um, Also, when you do that, like when you hold on to things, have you ever noticed? And, you know, y'all going to be like, Jen, you're so stupid, but it makes sense to me. So I'm going to share it with you. Have you ever noticed that, um, have you ever noticed that when you hold in things, you know, if maybe, you know, something, sometimes the most painful part of a process is just the beginning, getting it started, right? Well, after that, you know, you notice that when you do start to, you know, acknowledge those things that bother you or begin the process of processing, right? You're not as gaseous. Jim, that's gross. It's first thing in the morning. I haven't had my coffee. I'm sorry, me either. But sometimes it does make you less gassy. It makes you less, um, you know, bothered by the gas. You know, the demon of the methane poots, bless his name. You know, sometimes when you let that stuff go, it literally acts as a fortifying kaopectate. Like you're literally able to let it go. You know, sometimes we're able to go to the bathroom better when we let things go. And also we're able to focus better when we process through those things. 
So it matters today. It matters every day. But, you know, this starts off the business, the work week, the goings on, what you have to do this week. Usually, usually that's on Monday for us, right? So I want you to be able to process through and be willing to process through. Because if not, you know, it's not just the backup of your emotions and it's not just the backup of your mind and, and sometimes it's literally the backup of your of your body you know when you're able to let go you're able to let go that's in all forms and fat you know in in facets you're able to let it go you know and how many people you know are you secretly holding bondage that you just weren't weren't able to you know process your hurt through or towards or just didn't have the reaction that you expected so you just held it in held it in held it in so not only will I say it matters but I'm going to go ahead and just complete the title as we you know formulate the last um, thought processes if you will for this episode it matters and let it go it matters and let it go there are people that have died and gone on to heaven and there are things that you didn't get to settle with them And there are things you didn't get to discuss with them. And there's things you didn't get to share with them. And there's memories you didn't get to make with them. Okay, understandable. I have that lot in my life as well. However, in the moments that you had them, how were you? In the times that you were able to speak to them, how did you? Did you? You know, many times we lament over things silently and secretly just because we've gotten in a space that we're used to not processing because that's just what we do. You know, we don't talk about things. We just go on as if, you know, it, you know, it's done. That's not, that doesn't make sense. How are you handling anything if you're not processing anything? Life is an ever-going, ever-changing, ever-growing process. I'm going to say it again. Life is an ever-going, ever-changing, ever-growing process. So if you're not processing anything, how are you moving into anything? How are you ushering in anything that you want in your life? if you're not willing or you're not able or even if you're not able but you're not willing to get the resources because it's just it's just too hard it's just eh. I don't want people to think x y and z well let me tell you something they're gonna think that whether you're good great ugly awful horrible or either of the six that I just mentioned it doesn't matter they're gonna think something about you until you're dead and cold in the grave and even after that those people will still find stuff to nuance and criticize about your funeral so it doesn't matter it matters but that that specific thing does not what matters is what you do with the time that you're given to who you are with yourself and the people that are connected to you that you say you love you know one thing that I understand is the English language and what I do know I mean not getting into like all the linguistics and the verbalistics that I know but what I do know is that love is a verb Jen, what's a verb? I'll help you, not a problem. A verb is a word that takes action. It holds an action. Something has to happen. It's easy to say you love someone, but do you invest in them? Okay, before we, before some of y'all be like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what are you doing? You know, because sometimes eventually, yeah, it's not enough to say, you know, I love you, right? That, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't work after a while. You because you know eventually without you let me let me help some folks out there sometimes when you say you know I love you or I love you but you're not doing anything to make time for that love you're not doing anything to think about that love invest or help or assist with that person in the love that you share for them that's literally a dysfunctional relationship and it doesn't matter to what role that is it could be mother to daughter son to father you know grandparent to grandchild it could be romantical it could be so it applies across the board if you're saying I love you to people you're not doing anything to show that 
you know, you might, you could feel it in your heart all day. You could feel it in your heart all day, want God to move, have what's best for them. When's the last time you told them that? You know, sometimes the best emotions are the ones that are expressed, even if it takes a process to understand them. I'm going to say it again because somebody needed that this morning. Sometimes the best emotions are the ones expressed, even though they take a process to understand them. It's not enough sometimes to just say it and you feel it in your heart, but so do you think that makes you a good person? If you're not sharing that feeling with someone else, then you're just feeling it. Like you have all this stuff like, you know, gooped up and tied up and, you know, twined up in your chest or in your body and you're not sharing it with anybody. You're not saying anything to make somebody else have a better day. That's love. Many times we think about love and we think that it's just something that's materialistic or something that's tangible or something that's romantical. And sometimes the best love in the world has nothing to do with sex, has nothing to do with pecs or the men and women folk. It has to do with just, you know, how you walk every day, how you feel, how you carry yourself. You know, what are you doing that adds to the love that you feel for yourself that radiates to other people that show, okay, that girl right there, she's love. She's a whole vibe. She's an energy. When I'm around her, I just feel better and I don't know why. That's love. And sometimes, again, love is not just, you know, we wait for the, you know, and again, I'm 37, 38, so I'm not saying I'm, I'm grown, but I'm not done growing, okay? I'm an adult, but I'm not done adulting, okay? I've learned that, in, you know, in those years of my life that, you know, all of those things are actions. You know, to get where you want to go, there it takes action. One thing I always say, I tell my kids all the time, what I'm not going to do is allow you to be sorry, lazy, and trifling. If there's something you see a need and it's something especially you know is something it needs to do, get it done. If you need help, let me know. That's what I'm here for. But in no space of life do you just not do because you want to be, you know, because you want to be sorry, trifling, and lazy. No, that's not going to happen. I don't care if you fall flat on your sassafras. I say it all the time. I have failed. Let's let's be clear. I have failed way more than I've succeeded. And I've also succeeded way more than I've failed. You get that better by and by. When I say that, I mean this. Sometimes I've started things and it didn't work out. And I've seen so many people that bypass me in the road of life. Because everybody's story is not different. And that's just real. Some people have more of an availability to do what you might not have been able to do in that space of your life. But that doesn't mean you don't have to have it. That doesn't mean that you can't achieve it. And that doesn't mean you can't go back to it. Hello, somebody. I'll talk about that later in another episode. We don't have time today. But you go forward and do what you know to do. That's success. I'm going to say it again. When you go forward and do what you, you know to do, and you do it to the best of the ability as only you can do because we all have an individual availability to do that, that's success. People get it twisted. When your success or the value of such lies in fame, fortune, a name, billboards, lights, money, you know, how you're, you know, let's just be real, how you can benefit off of others because you feel like that's owed to you. That's not success. That's conceit. That's deceit. Success is when you eventually have done very, you know, you've done very well in your life as far as who you were as an individual. I remember one time I was watching my all-time favorite show, Golden Girls. You know, don't judge me, judge your mama. Anyway, um, <laughs> and it was an episode where, you know, two things. And I kind of found myself in each instance, okay? First instance was when Rose's mom, Alma, came down to visit. And so Rose was so concerned about her hurting herself, she was limiting her of what she was able to do. And at the end, she said something I'll never forget. She told Rosie, she said, Rosie... 
she said stopping me from living isn't going to keep me from dying so that's number one even saying it just then it kind of it hit a it hit a chord because that's absolutely right you know and that goes in with what I was speaking about earlier about processing things just because you don't want to process it doesn't mean that you know it's still not there it doesn't mean that it's still not something that you should pay attention to things are still going to go on whether you process or not but how amazing would it be if you did process through things how much more amazing would you love your life if you processed through those things if you finally put voice to those things that you've silenced and really talked about those things that have bothered you no matter what their response is going to be when you bring it to them sometimes you have to have those hard conversations anyway and then the second thing was you know rose another episode with rose and her daughter was coming home and they were talking about the state of charlie her beloved husband charlie right and so you know rose took the fall for looking like she squandered charlie's estate but she did not want to ruin the reputation of her husband because she stated it like this she said he wasn't a success financially because he was a success as a human being and as i end today's episode i want to leave that with you Sometimes the greatest success that you will have will not be in what you've acquired, not what you've been able to spoil your family with, not what you've been able to, you know, own as far as property and land and all of that. But it's going to be who you are as an individual. My dad didn't have much. He never did. He never really went to anybody's college. He never really finished high school. He got a GED. Um, But he worked really hard and he was a good man. And the same values and the legacy and the thoughts and the wisdoms and insights that he gave me um, specifically, you know, once I became of age, if you will, those are things that my children benefit from now and that I keep with me and that keep me strong and that keep me sane, centered, happy and focused now um, that he gave me 20 years ago. Sometimes the greatest success in your life will you, it will be you being a great human being. It will be you being a good person. That's gonna be what lasts well after you're gone. And just like that, I want you to go ahead, guys, and have a good day today. I I mean that. This is a Mindful Matter Monday. Make it matter. It matters. And feel free to let things go. And it's the 11th episode, 7th season of the Just Jazz Podcast. You know I love you. And, And I mean that. And I share things on here on purpose. So you can feel the love, you can feel the insight, and you can feel encouraged when you start your day, okay? Feel free to like, share, subscribe. If not, if something was stated on the podcast that resonates with you, feel free to keep a listen, okay? Keep listening to it. I hope it builds. That's that's the hope. That's the grand hope and the dream and the goal of things, okay? I want this to be a blessing to you. May something that I state on here every day resonate with you, mind, heart, soul, body, spirit, okay? And until tomorrow... On the 8th episode of the 11th season of the Just Jazz Podcast, spearheaded by Jazz eSpeaks with the J-A-S eSpeaks LLC, and yours truly and proprietarily and governmentally and respectfully yours, Jennifer Annette Smith on the mic. Until tomorrow, I love you and I will talk to you then. It's Jen on the mic, and I'm out.